0: Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life So let's start the
1: conversation with your host, Greg Rice. What's up, guys? Coming at you today with a solo episode around an issue that a lot of leaders struggled with. I certainly struggled with it as well earlier in my career and still do from time to time. And that is self-confidence and communicating with confidence and authority. It's a much bigger problem than you might realize. All of us struggle from it to one degree or another. So I wanna talk about a variety of different ways to build that self-confidence as a leader, to communicate confidence in the way that you talk to others, and then to engage your team in a way that's sure to instill confidence. So I'm sure that you guys will love this episode. In fact, I'm very confident, so make sure you guys check it out. When I first became a leader, I did it all wrong. I thought I had to push my team, and I didn't respond well at all to folks telling me that they can't do it. I thought I had to have all the answers, And so I didn't ask for their thoughts, and I pushed my thoughts on them. But the truth is, I wasn't confident that I could be a good leader, that I could help them develop while also meeting our team's goals. I was really insecure, and I tried to cover that up by pushing us to great performance. But when my annual review came around of that first six months or so as a leader, they responded pretty clearly. They thought I was condescending, and that just broke my heart because I actually try to be a good guy build good relationships with people, right? I care about others. And, and the thought of being condescending was really hard for me to take and led to some serious changes in my leadership style. Now, it's not just me, right? Leaders are having a crisis of confidence in, in that only half of them feel like they're actually well-equipped to lead their organizations into the future. And a lack of confidence from the leader impacts everybody on the team, right? The leader might withhold information that's important for the team to know. Leaders are slow to make important decisions when they lack confidence. They have trouble building strong and inspired teams and keeping folks engaged, and they certainly suffer from greater turnover. They don't develop their employees as well, so they don't achieve as much, and they tend to micromanage a lot more. Overall, can be a really difficult situation for the team when the leader doesn't have the confidence that they need. So there's two parts of confidence, right? There is feeling confident and then exuding confidence and acting in a confident manner. So confidence really starts with building your own self-esteem. And that's where I want to start today, right? And for me, that starts with what is your why? Having a clear vision of your true purpose really helps to ground you and makes it a lot easier to align with your own values and makes it a lot easier to suffer failure as well. Being self-aware is really important. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? No one is perfect, and it's completely okay to have weaknesses. Another powerful tool is to control your lens. So self-confidence is formed through an internal process of judgment and self-persuasion where you're putting meaning on certain things about what's a success and what's a failure. So it's really all based on your own belief about what something means. We can manage that. For example, if I'm talking to a team member and they seem really distracted, right? I could say, wow, I wasn't being compelling. I wasn't being inspiring enough. I didn't get them engaged. But if I think about it, am I 100% confident that that's really the reason, right? Maybe it's a really busy day for them. Maybe they're under some stress at home. Maybe they have a big call coming up in a little bit. As I start to think about that, it changes my lens because it changes the belief in what I saw. Right, And when you control that lens, it can be really powerful in directing your self-esteem. Another couple tips on building your own self-esteem from a leadership perspective. List your strengths. List 100 things that are awesome about you. List what you're grateful for. List 100 things that you're super grateful for and you have a ton of gratitude for in your life. And when you're feeling a little bit unconfident, come back to those things because that's your core and your foundation. And it's going to make you feel good. Act as if. This is super powerful for me. So I love to think about a meeting coming up with my team and thinking in my mind, imagining what if this meeting went as well as it possibly could go? What would that look like? What would I say? What would I feel? What would I do? How would I prepare? And then I start acting as if that has already happened and I bring that confidence to the meeting and in fact, it turns out like I hoped it would, right? Because the confidence greatly improves the likelihood that it's gonna be successful. Another tip is to practice empathy for yourself. Again, nobody's perfect. You're going to mess up. You're going to fail, and that's okay. Treat yourself like you would want to be treated by your boss. Or even better, treat yourself as if you would treat your child if they had the same challenge that you're having. And then finally, remember that there is no failure. There's only practice. Even if you don't achieve your goal, you learn from that, and you get better the next time. It's all about getting better for what's next and getting a little bit better every day. So those are some tips to build your own self-esteem, and that's important because your emotional underpinning is always gonna show through in how you're communicating with others. But there are things that you can do in the way that you communicate that also exudes confidence and authority. The first and most obvious is your posture. You need to keep your head up at all times. Don't look down and look sad, right? Keep your head up, make eye contact with the folks you're communicating with. Roll your shoulders back, stand tall, avoid looking tense. Uh, Just allow your body to relax and be comfortable. As you're talking, talk with your palms up because that communicates honesty. Keep your hands out of your pockets as much as possible. Make sure that you're smiling as you're talking in a natural way, right? Not just smiling the whole time. That'd be creepy, right? But make sure that you're leveraging your smile in a natural, powerful way. Move slowly and smoothly and stay away from being fidgety or playing with the, you know, the hair on your face. Or I play with my beard a lot. Um, I try to get away from that when I'm trying to exude confidence. Another thing that you can do is focus on your dress and your grooming. You want to look put together and clean cut and on top of things. You want to look confident, clean, and, and ready to go. Now, you can also use your voice to communicate authority. So something I struggle with sometimes is removing the ums and the uhs from my voice, right? And how I'm speaking. You want to speak with brevity. You want to know what you're going to say and say it in the least amount of words possible. You want to breathe and speak from your belly because that uh, resonates most effectively. You want to open up your throat and let your the full richness of your voice and tone come through. You don't want to articulate statements as questions because that communicates a lack of confidence. And you actually want to speed up your speech a little bit. So the optimal speed for leaders has been found between 190 to 210 words per minute. The average person speaks between 120 and 150 words per minute. So just speak a little faster than you normally would. This communicates intelligence and confidence. Stay away from fillers. You know, things like, "Ah, just my opinion or or, sorry to say this, right? Just say what you have to say. And be sure to use silence and strategic pauses to, to keep folks on the edge of their seat and leaning in to what you're saying. And finally, check out the concept of maximum maximum resonance point, right? Check out the scienceofpeople.com. They have a great article on this. But it, it's identifying where you sound the loudest, richest, and most relaxed, and then focusing on communicating from that space, because that's where you sound best, and that's where you sound most confident. So step one was building your own self-esteem. Step two was understanding just how to communicate in a confident way. Step three is about your actions. How do you engage with your team? That's going to be a huge driver of the authority that you have with your team, right? Trust has to be earned. It's not enough to just call a meeting, tell people what you want them to do, and then go hide in your office. You need to empower them. You need to give them the goal, but allow them to figure out how to get there. One powerful tool here is vulnerability. I mentioned before that we all have weaknesses. Your team understands that too. They don't expect you to be perfect. So don't hold all your cards close, right? Share with your team where your weaknesses are, where you're struggling. They likely have strengths in those areas and figure out how they can help you. Ask for their opinion. And if you decide to go in a different direction from their opinion, explain why. They're going to really respect that. As I mentioned before, be sure that you're empowering them to figure out how to accomplish their goals. Don't micromanage. If you're going to comment, make sure that you're adding value with your comment. Don't just micromanage and say, do it this way because I said so. You know, don't ever use hierarchy as a reason. So because I'm the boss, I say so you shall do it. Right? That is a tremendous way to crush any trust that you have with your team. When you succeed, publicly recognize them. I'm always giving credit to my team when we have great success. But when you fail, you take all the blame. You cover them, right? And and you do that a few times, and your team will be ready to run through walls for you. And then finally, the most basic, but probably the most important value them as people, get to know them as people, understand what's important to them, what are their goals, what do they care about, what's going on at home, how can you help support them and root for them in a way that makes them feel cared for? So I always like to finish with a quote. This one is from Floyd V. Filson. And he said, he can inspire a group only if he himself is filled with confidence and the hope of success, right? When you feel inspired internally and super confident, you're going to instill that within your team and it's going to show right through in the words that you say and the way that you communicate with them. Don't let the
0: momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the communication nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups join the communication nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life. And that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.